Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And in this week's episode, we will present our newly released brand report that presents the state of influencer marketing 2021. It's finally here. It's finally here. So we have been working with this survey since before Christmas. And it's a couple of months ago. And now we can finally say that it's released our annual brand survey about the state of influencer marketing. The written report covers the top challenges for B2C marketers in general and also the most common challenges within influencer marketing. It also covers the top goals within influencer marketing, as stated by the brands themselves. In addition to that, it covers trends in the market, both in terms of growth, but also things you as a brand should consider to succeed with a channel in 2021. But this is not a written version. It's, as you know, a podcast version. So we will not deep dive into all the different trends. Instead, we recommend you to listen to episode number three, where we walk you through the top five influencer marketing trends. Instead, in this episode, we will go through eight of the findings from the report. The first finding is that 100% of respondents say they work with social media. 100%. Are you surprised? No, definitely not. Social media is a must for every B2C marketer today and this is also where today's consumers spend most of their time and connect with brands and the social community. We spend almost three hours a day on social media. Yeah, we do. And yeah, just to clarify, this this brand survey is only about B2C brands and only B2C marketers have, have answered the results. It's based on that. And just to make a comment on this 100% answer I think we need to consider that this is a wide range of answers so everyone realizes that social media is a must but there is a very huge difference in how you work with social media platforms how much um, time you spend how much strategy you have behind it Um, so maybe some how uh, many platforms you are on yeah definitely so Maybe some brands just uh, post every now and then and um, use the platforms, but not together with the aligned overall marketing strategy. Good point, Sana. If your brand doesn't exist on social media, does the company even exist? So if you're listening today and feel like your brand doesn't have a social media presence, you need to go fix that ASAP. You really need to do that. It's like this saying, if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, it doesn't make a sound. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is actually one of the ways when I come across a new brand or um, yeah, someone working at the brand and I want to check the company up, I always check them out on Instagram if it's a B2C brand, on LinkedIn if it's a B2B brand to see what kind of presence they have because that's that says so much about the company nowadays. Moving on to finding number two. 
83% say they work with influencer marketing today or are planning to start in 2021. And just to break these numbers down, 79% of the respondents say they work with influencer marketing and 4% are planning to start. This is a big number, Sanna. But what is always important to consider is that working with influencers is a matter of definition. For some people, it means doing a couple of collaborations every now and then, or sending out products to influencers and hope they will post it in their channels. And for some, it means working with the channel on a daily basis, with an always-on approach and as an integrated part of your media mix, or even as the core of the marketing strategy, which is something that becomes more and more common today. It's like with a social media number. It's very different how you define working with social media or how you define working with influencer marketing, of course. Um, But I think we're still moving towards more and more brands working with the channel to a higher extent as part of their overall marketing strategy. And extra much so for this year, since we learned a lot about influencer marketing last year in COVID times. So let's move on to the third finding. The top five most used marketing channels. So we have a top five list. We have a top five list. Yes. Number one, social media. On place number two, we have SEO. And on the third place, we have influence marketing. Wow, third place. Yeah, that's high. On place number four, we have SEM or paid search. And on the fifth place, we have display. So these are the top five most used marketing channels among the B2C marketers in the survey. And I would say just to make a comment on this finding is that when working with a lot of different channels, as most marketers do today, the important thing is to really integrate them in a good way. Can you give us an example of that, Sana? Yeah, so for example, if you work with social media and influence marketing to drive traffic to your website, it's really important that you know what you want to do with the traffic when it has arrived to your site. So if, for example, they don't make a purchase right away, you need to make sure that they can come back through a remarketing strategy. For example, make sure to retarget the website visitors through specific channels later on via Google Ads or paid social or display. And our recommendation here is to use the content that influencers have created and use this for retargeting purposes. That means you take the post that the influencers create and you put it in an ad. Yeah. And why is this good, would you say, Frida? Because your audience will be reminded of you through the influencers they already follow and like and trust, which will help you get noticed and recalled over time. And as you've already might have seen this content from the influencers that you follow, this ad will become more trustworthy. Yeah, and it will probably make you remember it in another way because you have seen it over and over again. And yeah, just another Benefit is that when you amplify influencer content on a social media platform or boost it through paid social, both you as a brand and the influencer can get useful information about how the paid posts perform. And by monitoring and tracking the results over time, 
both of you can use these insights to adjust the content over time and become smarter. So this is only one of the benefits of integrating the different channels. Who doesn't want to get smarter? <laughs> yeah. Of course, you can use this strategy to reach new audiences. And in other words, what we mean by that is not only in your retargeting strategy. Yes. So both new audiences and existing ones. Then your message can get exposed to an even larger, more targeted audience through content that is created by an expert on your audience preferences. Moving on to finding number four. Proving the ROI of different marketing activities is the number one challenge. As many as 58% of the respondents said this is the number one challenge. A common myth here is also that influencer marketing can't be measured. That's a common myth, yes. Um, So proving the ROI of different marketing activities is the number one and it is followed by finding the right balance in the media mix, improving the customer experience, keeping up with the changes in consumer behavior and retaining customer loyalty. Yes, that's the five top challenges. And I think every marketer agrees when we say that measuring is a bit of a challenge, especially figuring out which channels, formats and messaging types that contribute the most and how you should balance the budgets and resources between the different channels and activities in the marketing mix. What gives the most? I happen to know that this will be the topic in a future episode that is coming very soon. So stay tuned for more insights about what you said. To comment on the other ones, what would you say, Frida, about, for example, finding the right balance in the media mix? Why do you think that's such a big challenge? I think it's such a big challenge today because one channel affects the customer on one part of the consumer journey and another channel affects them in another way in another place in the consumer journey and it's so important to know how each and every channel fit together. Do you agree? I agree. I think it's very hard also because the channels are changing very much in these times as well. It has to do also with the other challenges I would say. So improving the customer experience, keeping up with changes in the behavior, retaining customer loyalty. I mean when when channels are changing so fast and also how we want to consume content and to how we want to be communicated with, it's very challenging for marketers to put everything together and make everything fit together in a holistic way. And moving on to finding number five. 60% outsource all or parts of their influencer marketing to an external part. What do we have to say about this, Sana? I think it's interesting. I think this is actually a growing number because in the beginning it was quite easy to handle influencer marketing in-house. You worked with a couple of influencers, you sent out products and they wrote about it in their blog or on their social media platforms. But today the channel is quite complex and there are many actors uh, competing about the same audience and also a lot of influencers to work with. So it makes it harder for for in-house marketing teams to to have the right expertise to know how to do it. Yeah, it demands uh, a good team with specialized 
people because as you mentioned you need to see how the channels affect each other and you need to look at data and you need someone to manage the content and emails and yeah yeah it's a full-time job for many many people uh, and there are of course no right or wrong uh, if you want to work in-house or outsource but if you are to outsource you should definitely look for a partner who are like a partner and not a vendor they should should feel like your in-house marketing team and you should really have um, that feeling and have the aligned goals and KPIs to work with. Finding number six. The top goal of influencer marketing is to raise awareness. And this top goal is followed by to drive sales, reach new target groups, increase brand engagement and increase brand presence. So except from the drive sales goal, it's a lot about the branding aspect of influence marketing, which I think is very interesting that more and more brands move away from the short term, only drive conversion and sales to also see influencer marketing as a top branding channel. And this gets more and more important each year, as we talked about before, uh, communicating like brand values and stuff, bigger questions. And I think that can be something that affects. Yeah, something we will probably see even more of in next year's survey. Moving on to finding number seven. Measuring the effect is the number one challenge when it comes to influencer marketing. And this challenge is closely followed by, again, understanding what role the channel plays in the media mix. And number two or three, building an always-on strategy. So it's interesting that this comes up again, uh, how the channel plays in the media mix. And as we mentioned before, it goes back to figuring out all the different channels' roles on the buyer's journey and how ev- each and every channel contributes to the... Um, final result yeah and keeping up with the changes that is today like tiktok went really big last year yeah the social platforms are changing and also every channel is changing quite a bit right now yeah and consumers is moving fast towards new features and platforms yeah for sure the year of change this brings us to the last finding for this episode 44% of brands are planning to increase the influencer marketing budget for 2021. 29% plan to dedicate the same amount of budget as last year. And the rest of the respondents didn't know in December when this survey was sent out. And I know that when you go back year by year and look at this number for the coming year, this is continuously growing. So... It's exciting to see where it will end. This was all for today. Make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media to continue the conversation around influencer marketing and social media. Also, if you like the podcast, feel free to give us a rating in Apple Podcasts or where you listen to the podcast. You can also subscribe if you want to make sure you don't miss another episode.